It's a gospel on the radio talk show. A show about dreams and visions and a church that is indeed triumphant, alive, and well. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I am your host, and I am just happy to have an opportunity to be able to spend some time with you on a Sunday morning before we go to church. You're on 94.1 on your radio dial. I just appreciate you so much for tuning in, and I hope that you are having a great day on your way to church, I would assume, and uh, looking forward to a time of worship. And let me just remind you that I am the pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministry, 720 Capital Circle Northeast, and we would just be delighted to have you and your family join us in worship today. We start at 1105, 720 Capital Circle Northeast. If you're heading on the Capital Circle toward Park Avenue, look for us on the right-hand side of the road. And uh, you can check us out on the web, FRCM. Dot US. That's just a little bit of information in case you don't have a church home that you normally attend. But as I say, this is a show about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. We talk about the church and the kingdom of God and all of those wonderful things that uh, are so important to us who are believers. And we believe that the church is a very important part of who we are, of our lives, and uh, it's how we enrich our families. And I thank God for the church. And uh, I appreciate you so much. You can uh, contact me if you want to, area code 850-567-1703. That's my cell phone. Be happy to receive a call from you, especially if you are a person who is involved in Christian ministry in some capacity. I'd love to have you on the show as my guest. And we'll talk about your passion for ministry and what God is doing in your life when it comes to the kingdom of God. And so that'd just be a lot of fun. And so call me. We'll set up a time. We pre-record. And that way you won't have to worry about missing a Sunday morning or anything of that nature. Uh, Just to let you know, this show will be on the podcast 1042. And uh, as I often do when I don't have a guest in the studio, I just talk to you about things that's on my heart. Keeping in mind that the basic theme for this show from the time that I started it uh, way back in 2002 has always been the church. We focus on the church, and uh, when I say dreams and visions, I simply mean that uh, we are a church triumphant. And uh, uh, when the Scripture says that the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church, that is absolutely true. Of course, keeping in mind that the church is not buildings or structures. It is the family of God united together, all of the body of Christ all over the world. The church that Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church. And that's what he said, that the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. 
So when I have these uh, uh, Sunday mornings without a guest in the studio, I think about the church, and I think about things that has uh, an influence in the church. It affects the church. It affects our families. And, of course, these things become of concern to me because I'm a lover of the church. I love the church, and I love the church, and I love going to church and being a part of church and being a part of uh, God's family. I just got back from a uh, a uh, minister's retreat with the organization that I'm a part of, which is the Open Bible Churches, and this retreat involved the southeast region. And of course, as many uh, people have been displaced during this pandemic, it had been a long time since we'd been together. And the fellowship was just so sweet. We just all just uh, enjoyed seeing each other again and uh, uh, just spending that time together and having a lot of good conversation. And, and um, it was just a wonderful time. And that's the way the body of Christ is. It's, it's, just, it's glorious. It really is. And the wonderful thing about the, the church and the family of God is that uh, you can walk into a church building and be among the people there. And in just a little while, you'll just feel right at home because we're the family of God. And we extend that right hand of fellowship to one another. And we, and we just love each other. And I just think that's a beautiful thing. So, so when I think about the church, and I think about things that, that affect the church. And, of course, uh, let me tell you my rules. We don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine on this show, but we always speak well of one another. So that's an important uh, part of what we do. In other words, we're not here to, to bash people. Uh, we don't get into the political realm. Uh, we don't talk about sports, even though I'm, I, I enjoy sports. I like sports. I just This is not what we do here. And, of course, uh, always been kind to one another. It's something we do. But there are many times when somebody would say, well, that's, that's a political issue, when really it's not, because if it affects the church, in other words, if it affects your family and you are a part of the body of Christ, then that affects the church. And, of course, we're living in times now that's quite unusual, and I think that most people would say that, that this, these are unusual times. And we're watching the world. And then as a part of that, we're watching our own country. And we become concerned about things, economics. We become, become concerned about uh, crime. We become concerned about finances, all of those things that if we begin to watch and observe them, we're asking the question, how is this going to affect my family? How is this going to affect my church in, uh, in whatever uh, realm it may be or whatever perspective it may be? And uh, one of the things that I watch because I'm concerned is the realm of finances, uh, you know, I talk to pastors because I'm a pastor, 
And uh, and I and I when I was at this retreat, I talked to pastors. We we talk about uh, 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 facilities. Uh, uh, this brother over here, the, the, his congregation is trying to build a building, and this brother over here, they're trying to to find some place to rent, and this brother over here, they're renovating a, a building. I mean, all those things, and I have those same conversations with pastors here in the local area in, in the Tallahassee area, and uh, I, I, you know, I'm just picking their brain. I said, "What's what's going on there?" and uh, well, one of the things that they're telling me, and I hear this quite often, is that they can't get permits because uh, uh, something going on at City Hall or, or with the city or county, and for some reason or another, and I don't know all the details of it, I'm assuming it has something to do with the pandemic, they can't seem to get around to just looking at people's plans. I know one brother, they're trying to build a building. And they've been waiting over a year just to get the authorities, whoever it is that's responsible for, just to look at their plans. <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's frustrating. But that's that's a part of where we are right now. And, and uh, trying to move forward, trying to uh, hold a congregation together, renting and uh, using rented facilities, all of those uh, wonderful things that we deal with as, as pastors of churches. But then I began to hear, well, uh, we're going to borrow, talk about the, a church, we're going to borrow X amount of dollars, and uh, our mortgage payment is going to be uh, something that when I, when I, sometimes some of the figures that I hear, I'm just, I'm just overwhelmed. I'm going, wow. <laughs> and I'm not saying they can't do it. I'm just, it's just, uh, I find it to be astounding that uh, uh, that type of uh, financial commitment is required to be able to accomplish the objective. Well, you take that same thought and then you, you think about your, your families in your churches and uh, many of them are uh, in need of uh, lodging and so they're out in the market, and right now the market is red hot in the realm of real estate. I mean, real estate prices are, are uh, well, they're up there. And, and also what's, what I'm hearing uh, from some realtors that I know is that most of the properties that they have listed don't sell for the listed price because it gets into a bidding war, and they begin to make more money off of it than what they enlisted it for. That, that's the that's the the economy we're in right now. I can remember not too many years ago when it was just the opposite of that, and you know, remember we had the the bust, and there was just properties just sitting around vacant because nobody. Uh, wanted to, to venture in because of what had just happened when we just had the bust. <laughs> oh, my goodness, how things change. But, again, I'm thinking about our churches, and I'm thinking about our families, and I'm thinking about, okay, uh, the money supply has a lot to do with the ability to be able to borrow the money they need to build the house or to buy the house or, or whatever it, it's necessary to be able to accommodate a family. Well, all of this is something that I just 
I just keep an eye on. And of course, uh, the money supply uh, goes up to the Federal Reserve, and what they do uh, affects, and, and then the uh, things that the uh, Congress and the legislators and the president, the things that, that they do, it all affects the overall work of the economy. And uh, nobody wants to go uh, back to the days of the Depression. I wasn't born during the Depression, but my parents were. And so I'm somewhat familiar with uh, that because, well, I heard the stories from my parents. But I have lived through a few recessions in my life, and I don't particularly want to go back to one. But a lot of economic indicators tells us that that is exactly the direction that we are heading. And some of that is because of decisions that are being made uh, in the government realm that affects church, the church, the families. And, um, well, sometimes when you see these things, it's very concerning. Let me just uh, set this up before we play a little music for you here. Think back um, to the election and the administration that was coming in in 2009. We'd just gone through an economic bust that was quite frightening during the uh, previous administration. And uh, I have my theories of why that happened, but I won't, I won't venture into that at this point. But in 2009, we had a change of administration and new thoughts and new ideas were, were coming into the forefront. But at that time, the national debt was right at $9 trillion. $9 trillion. Now, we're, we're from 2009 to 2021, we're looking at a national debt of around 24 or $25 trillion with legislation pending that's going to be debated and fought over and all the things that the Congress and, and, and the Senate and the President do. But they're looking at about $6 trillion to be borrowed and spent in the near future. Wait, so, uh, well, Pastor, what does that matter? How does that, how does that affect anybody? Oh, well, trust me, it affects everybody, including your local church and my local church and the people in our local church. And that's going to be our topic of discussion as we continue along in the broadcast. But right now, let's just take a little time and listen to a little gospel music. I want to know. I want to know that he will welcome me there. I do not want. I do not want to be denied. 
Let me live, let me live into that city so fair and that's enough. That's enough for me. Oh, that's enough. That's enough for me. That's enough for me to know. <laughs> this is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I get to spend this time with you on a Sunday morning and just uh, enjoy uh, preparing ourselves for well, what's uh, we do on Sunday morning. And most of us go to church on Sunday morning. Not everybody. There's there are some of you who uh, you worship on Saturdays and other days. And uh, but uh, a good majority of people will be going to the house of the Lord today. And I just pray that you have a, a wonderful uh, worship experience wherever you attend. And of course, um, always happy to give the invitation to have you join me. And uh, my church family at Freedom Road, that's the church that I pastor at 720 Capital Circle Northeast. And if you are on Capital Circle and you're coming away from Mayhand Drive heading toward Park Avenue, you'll see us on the right-hand side of the road after you pass Easterwood Drive, which is there by the armory, and it goes into Tom Brown Park. So that kind of gives you a landmark. Just keep on going just a little bit. You'll see some woods on the right-hand side of the road, and as soon as you pass by those woods, you'll see our sign there. It says Freedom Road Christian Ministry. 1105 is our start time. We love visitors. We have children's ministry for you. Uh, we have great worship, and uh, well, I'm a preacher of the Word. If you like the Word, <laughs> then you'll, you'll enjoy the, the preaching at uh, Freedom Road. So that's your invitation for us to join today. Uh, let me remind you that uh, you can find this show and other shows on the podcast. It's a show number 1042 and uh, you can tune in there or share it with a friend if you want to. And also don't forget the uh, Saturday Night Gospel Sing. That's another show that I host here on 94.1 and it comes on at 7 o'clock Saturday nights and it's a full hour of great southern gospel music and I believe it will be a blessing to you and then uh, Monday through Friday at 11 o'clock it's the daily broadcast and that's the gospel on the radio broadcast and it's a daily teaching of God's precious word and I enjoy bringing the word to you and I enjoy bringing the music to you and I like just talking to you on Sunday mornings here on the talk show so I kind of set things up and uh, just thinking about this whole thing about debt and uh, um, what our country is embarking to do and in increasing the debt uh, some through the different uh, legislation right at $6 trillion. And of course, you may have heard this on the news. Uh, I, I heard it on the radio that uh, don't worry about it. It's already paid for. And I said to myself, I said, hey, you know, um, I'm old enough to know that that's just not just just not factual. 
That's just not factual. And what they're saying is that, well, we're going to talk to some of the uh, wealthier people in the country, and they're going to let us raise their taxes. Well, they may raise their taxes, but I don't know about this thing about we're just going to sit down and let you willingly do it. And the truth of the matter is, is that they're going to borrow the money. They're going to borrow the money. And he said, well, who are they going to borrow it from? Well, unfortunately, they're going to borrow it from people who aren't always our best friends. And it puts us in a vulnerable state. And that's what concerns me. Because as I say, my my theme and my thoughts are on the church and on the church family. And anything that might cause there to become a conflict and that would cause a country to have to begin to mobilize troops and things of this nature, all of that concerns me deeply because this has to do with our families or our young men and women. And uh, yeah, those things uh, become very, very much on my mind. And so you see, decisions that are made affects all of us. And uh, there's something, a term that uh, you may have heard this on the news or you may not have. It's called quantitative easing. And you say, well, what is quantitative easing? Basically, this is when the um, Federal Reserve just begins to manipulate the money. And uh, and they'll begin to flood the market with money. Now, there was a time when uh, the uh, country had what was called the, the gold standard. And in essence, it was to say that we had enough gold to back up the paper that we were uh, printing. In other words, the, 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 if, you, if you took all the dollars and you collected them all together and, and you go to Fort Knox, if that is indeed where all the gold is, I don't know, and you say, well, you begin to count the gold, well, you'd have enough gold to, to pay for all of those paper dollars. Well, that's not the case anymore. And so there's really nothing backing all of that up. But what happens is when they begin to flood the market with, uh, with money, well, the, the stock market, it, it begins to explode. Interest rates will go down, but the value of that currency begins to uh, digress. So that same dollar that you were able to go buy a, a, a loaf of bread, now it would take two of those dollars, perhaps, to pay for that loaf of bread. And so it all begins to cause the squeeze, uh, especially on the, quote, the, the, the little guy. <laughs> uh, people like me, who, uh, it's, it's, it's basically, it's the same thing as uh, uh, raising the interest rate because it's taking away, it's making your money worth less. So your buying power becomes less. And so that's why um, you see uh, 
these these uh, I've seen these uh, Facebook posts where somebody had a some lumber in the back of their their truck and they're saying, well, we don't we don't mean to uh, uh, put on airs here, but we just paid cash <laughs> for these two befores because they become so valuable. Because what happens is that when the money begins to be less easy to have purchasing power, then prices have to be raised in order to be able to uh, compensate for the value of that that purchase. One of the things that I noticed when I was in uh, some other countries, uh, one country I went to, they they uh, their method of currency, what they called it, they had uh, had become very very inflated. And at all these zeros, <laughs> in other words, uh, that bill that you held in your hand, it may be uh, like a $6,000 note or something like that. So what they did, they just took the zeros off. And uh, and so things that uh, were, like if you wanted to go buy a, a soft drink, well, it would be pretty much the same price as you would buy it in America. But if you went, to buy something that had been done by some person's uh, labor there local, and they'd carve something or something like that, that would be very inexpensive. Because basically what was happening is that the, the, the items that you would purchase that would be uh, uh, similar to anywhere else in the world, that would hold its value, but that person's labor it wasn't he wasn't getting much for his time. All of that has to do with the, the realm of, of inflation, which affects everybody and affects the church. So think about this. You've got this church and uh, they've entered into this agreement to to build this building. And uh when they sign the the documents and stuff, and they say, "Well, we're gonna we're gonna I'm just gonna throw a figure out. It's gonna cost us uh, five hundred thousand dollars." And so they they they've borrowed the money to start the uh, purchasing of materials to build this building. And when they go to buy, they find out that now because of the uh, uh, manipulation of the currency. That two before that would have cost them three dollars is now costing them six dollars or more, and so now that same building that they had borrowed the money for is not going to be the same price. And so now they're going to have to go back and borrow even more money. Well, I think that all of these things, uh, well, they affect all of us. And that's why I'm talking about it today, because, well, it affects you, it affects me, and it affects our churches, which in essence says it affects the overall work of the ministry. And what happens is that oftentimes when people go to the polls to vote for different people, they have no clue about any of these things. And, of course, uh, whenever elections come around, politicians, they like to get everything in the emotional realm. They want to get people's emotions stirred up because the last thing they want 
people to know is the truth and, and, and facts, facts, just general facts, things that affect their lives. They want to get our attention focused on uh, you know, what somebody looks like or the color of somebody's skin or all of these things that really don't affect their overall picture, like how much money that my dollar is worth now versus what it was worth just a few years ago and how that's going to affect the overall uh, health and welfare of my family and of my church and the ministry that we are engaging in. All of these things have consequences. That's why I'm taking the time to you about it today. Mary Rowland and Deliverance. He's still God. He's still God. And he's still on the throne. Yes, amen. That is right. He's still God and he's still on the throne. And I confess that I proclaim that is gospel truth. He's still God. And uh, I, I do proclaim that, that he is still on the throne. And uh, Well, good morning. I hope that you are having a wonderful, blessed Sunday morning. And uh, if you've just joined us, this is the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I am your host. And uh well, we're here in the studio, or I am, uh, by myself, and uh, don't have a guest today, and so when that happens, that gives me a chance to just talk to you about some things, and as I say, we're always uh, focusing on the church, and how it affects the church, and we've been talking about just uh, this whole thing called uh, money, you know, the scripture tells us that the love of money is the root of all evil. But uh, I'm going to tell you something else that's uh, not real good either, and that's not having it. And I've been down that road too. And uh, I understand how important it is to have a good economic foundation under you. And uh, I find it fascinating sometimes how people view money and finances. Uh, for instance, my wife and I, we live in a, a very simple little house. Nothing fancy. Uh, we've done some remodeling in it, and uh, it looks okay. It's It's got uh, two bathrooms and uh, two bedrooms, and uh, we're comfortable. And uh, But it's paid for. We've got a little property that goes with it. Now, uh, there are folks who would seem to be much more prosperous than we are because they live in a beautiful home, uh, you know, with all the trimmings. But the problem is they have a lot of debt, and the amount of that home that they actually own is very small. And the truth is, the the bank owns that house. 
And every month they're forking out money to uh, pay that mortgage payment. So then you look at that and you make that comparison. Well, now who who is who's who's better off here? Uh, these folks like Tammy and I that live in a, just a simple home, paid for, are these folks over here who are living in this big beautiful home? Well, a lot of people don't care. They say, well, I just make the payments, and that's fine, as long as uh, everything is good and the economy stable and. Uh, you're able to do it. Now, one of the things that uh, my wife and I had to learn the hard way is uh, something called uh, the deficit and the debt. You see, there was a time in, uh, in the world of talk radio when there would be hosts, when they're doing their shows, they would also be teaching and educating and uh, it would appear that we've kind of gotten away from that. Uh, it seems to me like most of the talk shows that I listen to, they're just very, very emotional and trying to get people emotional. But there was a time when there were some radio hosts that they would just take time, they would just teach. And I remember one of the things that uh, I heard a particular host talk about was what is the difference between the deficit and the debt? The deficit and the debt. Well, basically this. The, uh, the uh, deficit is the amount of money that uh, uh, you need every month to pay your bills versus how much you actually make every month. So just for instance, let's say you make... Uh, $4,000 a month but you're spending $4,500 a month your deficit is $500 a month and every month you're going deeper in debt now where does that money come from that extra $500 that you did not earn that month but you spent it well most people for most people they're putting that on a credit card. Oh, my goodness. And uh, then they're paying interest. Every month they're paying interest on that debt that they put on that credit card, which means that next month you're putting out more money to service that interest and that debt. Well, there was a time, this has been many years ago now, thank the Lord, that uh, my wife and I, we realized that we had run up quite a debt. In other words, we owed a lot of money. Now, to some folks, if I, if I put out the amount, some people would say, well, that wasn't all that bad. But to us, it was. And it was seemingly overwhelming. And I always had it in my mind, so, well, someday we'll sell the house and the equity, we'll just pay all this off or, or you know, some somebody will just give us a whole bunch of money or something. But it finally dawned us, on us that, you know, there wasn't nobody going to fix this for us. We had to fix this ourselves. And uh, so we just started working on it and started with the smallest uh, 
the bill we had that was my wife's idea and uh and we paid it off and then when we got that paid off then we used that money to put toward the next one and uh we just kept doing it like that to finally we paid everything off and even paid the house off. Of course, now we moved to a different house and, and uh, bought this little place we live in now. But we paid it all off. You couldn't make me borrow money now. <laughs> just not going to do it. And we haven't done it in a long time because I realized that uh, basically this, you either have to make more or you have to spend less. That's the concept. Unfortunately, trying to make the federal government understand that, that just doesn't seem to equate. <laughs> and, uh, and so now we find that as the debt grows bigger and the deficit continues to widen, who's going to pay all that? Well, it's probably not going to be me. And uh, you figure, well, I have a, a two grandbabies that will be born here uh, in the first to next year. Uh, they're the ones. They're, they're going to be carrying that burden. And, of course, because there's no restraint, by the time they're at the age to where they're beginning to uh, invest in the economy, it's very possible that that, that debt will be $50 trillion. And uh, again, all that becomes a burden. Well, it affects everybody. It affects families. It affects churches. And uh, well, like I say, those things are um, important to me because it affects people and it affects the quality of life and it puts uh, stress and strain on marriages and families and um stress and strain in, uh, in our church is trying to be able to pay for facilities and, and all of these things. And as I said, it used to be a time when, when uh, you know, talk show hosts would teach so that people would be aware so that when they, when they were in the process of choosing our leaders, they said, well, now, where are you at on this? See, that, that used to be a big question. That you, when you get ready to vote, you say, well, now, how does that person that I'm about to vote for, what is their spending record? How do they vote when it comes to just squandering money? That was a question we used to ask. But now, uh, that question gets diverted. And they don't ask that question. They say, well, well, what about your, your view on this lifestyle or that lifestyle? And that becomes the things that we vote on instead of our own personal good uh, welfare, what affects my family and my ability to be able to provide for my family and uh, be able to, as a pastor, to continue to have a church <laughs> that's able to function. And, uh, well... These are all things that we just, it's just things we need to know. Let's listen to the Collinsworth family. They're just saying there's nothing. They're not worried about it. This is the uh, Gospel on the Radio 
talk show. Pastor Jack King, I am your host, and I love just spending this time with you on a Sunday morning. I hope that you are doing well out there. I hope that your family is blessed, and I hope you're going to church this morning. I I just believe that uh, it's important that we take our families to church, and uh, it'll it'll pay off with great rewards. I'm just telling you. And of course, uh, my invitation is if you are not involved in a church and you don't have a regular church that you attend, then why don't you just come on out and worship with us today at Freedom Road Christian Ministry, 720 Capital Circle Northeast. And if you're heading toward Park Avenue away from Mayhand Drive, You'll see us on the right-hand side. You'll, you'll pass over Easterwood Drive, which is where you turn into the uh, Tom Brown Park. And then just a little pass that. We'll have a sign out there for you on Sunday morning. 1105FRCM.US. Now, have you ever heard of a term called uh, baseline budgeting? See, again, this is uh, just, uh, my uh, work of just informing. But uh, baseline budgeting is basically this. This is when uh, your legislators, when they're putting together the budget, when they actually do a budget, they haven't really done a budget in, uh, uh, it's probably been 10 years since the federal government has actually produced a budget. Most people don't even know that. They just keep doing these uh, uh, little short-term things. They just keep putting it off. And uh, anyway, basically, baseline budgeting is where they, every year, they take the same number from last year and they add 10%. So there you go. (laughs) It's one of the reasons why your, your debt just keeps climbing. And I asked you earlier, do you know the difference between the deficit and the debt, the debt is the overall amount that we owe, and the deficit is how much we come up short every month. And it's not like that as a country we don't take in a lot of money because we do. But, uh, well, we spend more, and then they keep passing these uh, uh, special legislative things to add to the debt. And then all of that affects your your ability to be able to purchase items because it causes us to go into an inflationary spiral. And probably a lot of you who are listening to me today, you don't remember the 70s. But in the 70s, the 1970s, inflation was rampant. And, uh, and then that carried over to the early 80s when uh, my wife and I, we bought our home here in Tallahassee. Our interest rate on that house was 11%. And that's a lot of extra money on top of your, your house payment on your, uh, the amount of money that you actually paid for the house. That interest was astronomical. You know, you're looking now, interest rates are, uh, I've heard them as low as 2%. That's just amazing from 11% to 2%. But all of that was caused because of inflation, because of uh, spending, and uh, 
manipulation of the currency. And uh, well, so you pay a price for all of these, these things. So one of the things that if people are not aware, that they don't, they don't realize how their vote affects their own uh, pocketbook and the own well-being of their own families. So it's good to just pay attention, to educate, to be aware, and to be in control of your own finances, of your own uh, financial burden that you're putting onto yourself. Uh, if you're going to buy a home, then buy the home that, that you need and you can afford. Don't buy one that you can't afford that's going to put a, a strain on your family. You go buy a car, uh, you don't have to buy the most fancy car and the most expensive car. Just buy a good, uh, dependable car. <laughs> and so, Tammy and I, we don't, we don't drive new cars. We, we have older cars and uh, they service us just fine. You, you make sure you change the oil in them and, and uh, uh, the fluids and things of that nature and, and uh, drive them. That's what we do. We drive them. And, <laughs> and we, we've been doing that all, all of our lives. We don't spend a lot of money on, on cars. We don't spend a lot of money on, our, on uh, housing. We bought a comfortable home. And sometimes these are things we have to consider. And when it comes to our churches, we might want to consider those same thoughts too. Uh, if you're going to build a church, you build a, a church that's uh, comfortable, uh, meet your needs, but you don't have to spend more than you have to. And I think it behooves us to just be on top of the situation in, in the day and age that we are living now because, um, well, we're, we're very possibly in an inflationary uh, period to come. And so just have to be very, very careful. Be wise. Be wise in the decisions that we make. This is a triumphant quartet. It's called In the Eye of the Storm. When my sails are torn, you are the eye of the storm. <laughs> and, uh, that's good. That's a good song to leave you with here this morning. That Jesus is there. He's the eye of the storm and he's watching over us. But we do need to be wise in our decisions, and we need to pray, and we need to ask God to give us decision and direction. And um, let me just leave this with you, that if you are a person or a family, and, and, and you haven't thought about your, your, your finances and debt, or maybe you, you have and you thought it's just, it's just overwhelming, there's hope. Because if you just set your mind to it, you can you can take care of it. Because Tammy and I did. We said we got to fix this, and we did, and uh, paid it all off. It took some time. It took some doing, but we got it done, and uh, we're much better off for it. And I give God the glory and the praise, Father God. I thank you, Lord, for this blessed radio audience. I pray for them. 
Lord God, give us a great day today in the house of our worship as we worship you. Father God, let there be a great anointing in every church, in every pulpit, in every choir, every song. Father God, let it lift up the holy name of Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. Father, we do pray for America. We pray, God, for our country. We pray for our families. We pray for our churches. And Father, we pray for your kingdom, that it would grow and prevail. And Father God, we pray for peace around the world. We pray for peace in the city of Jerusalem and the nation of Israel. And these things we do pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.